other people have started doing this. And just remember, I listen, God gave me a revelation one time. God gave me a revelation one time. God gave me a revelation one time. Here's what he showed me. People, people that may not be apostolic, there are people that, that they're learning who I am and learning how to serve me and walk with me, that I'm doing great work in their life because they're sincere in what they're doing. They don't know me like you know me. They don't understand me like you understand me. And so that's why I'm still working in their life because I'm bringing them to a place. They're growing. I'm taking them somewhere. But you that was already at that place and decide you're going to go backwards... It doesn't work for him. It doesn't work for him. And all of us that decide we were over here as holy, holy, holy people understand what it is to be holy. And we decide, eh, that's not really important. Eh, not really, eh. And we back up. He has a problem with us. He has a problem with us. Because here is one of the problems that he has with us. Do you know that Ungodly people, worldly people, that's watching you. They watch you to see how much you believe how you live your life for Christ. And the least little thing they can find to say, you ain't really what you say you are, they stop following. They say you ain't the truth. I'm not talking about Christian. Christian is supposed to understand that, you know, guess what? We all sit and fall short. Christian understand that. But a non-Christian do not understand that. They will not understand. If they are a sinner, they are looking and saying, oh, you said you were a Christian? That's what, that's what sinners say. I'm just telling you. Non-Christian, we are supposed to have God in us. We're supposed to have the word. I preached a funeral this past Monday. And total transparency, the girl, dad that I preached her funeral was somebody I used to date when I was in the world. I used to date her in the world. I knew her very well. I knew her dad. I knew her mom. Knew them in the world. But they watched my life, and they knew I got saved, and they knew I started living for God, and she knew I wasn't trying to hear no other game. I'm married. I'm, I have family. I'm living my life differently now. They know I wasn't trying to go down that road anymore. They know that. And so the reason why she asked me, her dad goes to a Pentecostal church in Trenton. And she wouldn't have them preach her dad's funeral. So I'm telling you what sinners do. They look and they say, let's see who's legit. Because if they're not legit, we're not messing with them. But if they're legit, okay, we'll listen to them. And she said, I'm asking you because all them people, I go to the bars with them. I be smoking with them. And then they want to get up on the pulpit and tell me something about God. Or they want to get in the choir stand and tell me something about God. Oh, I ain't listening to them. Wayne, I need you to do my dad's funeral. I'm just telling you, I don't come up here and just spew stuff out just to be spewing stuff. I'm telling you what I know. I know the word and I know what I've experienced with people. If we're going harboring stuff in our heart, we're not being righteous, we're not being holy. And then because of that, we're not seeing a move of God. That picture of that man being delivered, being healed, is a similar picture to someone being in sin and being delivered from sin and being saved, repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. You're getting the same kind of thing as you begin to see how that man is working. Thank you. You're getting the same kind of deal because the spiritual and the natural, you will always see that they make sense. 
That's the picture of a saved man. So not only was he saved physically, but he was saved spiritually eventually. Why? Because he went into the temple with them. He, he said, what you got, I need to keep following you. I need to start. That's what I'm telling you, that how we live our life. The demonstration of God's power was because these men were holy. And because they were holy, this man experienced this miraculous touch of God and was healed. And so now he's saying, they got the truth. How will somebody tell if you have the truth as opposed to somebody else that don't have the truth but pretending like they got the truth? How do they tell the difference? All, all of us must be holy. We can't overlook the obvious. We got to really, he answered unto the people. Watch this. Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go? But ye denied the holy one and the just and desired a murderer. To be granted unto you and killed the prince of life whom God had raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And his name through faith in his name had made this man us differently when we do bad or wrong through ignorance. Don't get that twisted. I am telling you, I cannot express that enough, that when we blatantly, deliberately go do stuff wrong after we know the right ways, God looks at us, look at us differently than when we don't know. And we're just trying to live the best way we think. We're sincere in what we're doing, but we just don't have the knowledge. We're ignorant. And too many apostolics are going backwards and doing things whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of I'm just trying to simplify this thing for you. All God is interested in is to reveal himself to all of mankind so they will know who he is. And so they will follow him and have relationship with him. It is really just that simple. All of this pretty stuff that we do, all that we go through, all the prayers we pray, all the outreach we do, all of these things that we do, it's really just simple as God wants to reveal himself to all people so they can know him follow him and have right relationship with him but we have to do it on his terms because we had sinned and defile ourselves so because we sin and defile ourselves god says i need you to do it the way i need you to do it because if you keep doing it your way you're just going to be like a roller coaster or a revolving door one minute you're good next minute you're not one minute you're good next minute you're not it will be a revolving door if you try to follow me on your terms but if you follow me on my terms, you will be good. I wanted everybody to know I can heal. I can deliver. I can set free. I have the power to help you get out of the lifestyle that you're in. That's all he's doing when he's working miracles and demonstrating his power. He just wants us to know what he can do so we can turn from our ways and follow him. And unfortunately, too many of us have turned from our ways and follow him. And then after a while, we decide, uh... This ain't what I thought it was. And we go back to what we used to do and then start prettying it up because we want to still say that we're doing right. But we had turned back from following him because for whatever the reason we think it's not all that is cracked up to be. 
But all it came down to is we weren't following him the way he said, and we're not getting the results that he promised us. And so we think that, well, this is not all that it's cracked up to be, so it's okay if I do it the way I want to do it. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, a prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me. Him shall you hear in all things whatsoever ye shall say, un- whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear the prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Yea, all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after as many as have spoken have likewise foretold of these days. Yea, all children of the prophets and the covenant which God made with our fathers saying unto Abraham and in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Unto you first, God, having raised up his son, Jesus, sent him to bless that you have for me, because this life that I'm living is not all that it's chalked up to be. That's all he's trying to do to us, revealing himself to us that we will know him and follow him. Let's stand. Don't overlook the obvious. Things are really obvious to us, but unfortunately, sometimes we're looking for something more deep. We're looking for something that's just, you know, pique our interest that is sophisticated, that, 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 you know, we can understand, that we can explain in in a way that we say, man, I've got a revelation. We just seem to be looking for that and not just the obvious, simple things. And I'm here to tell you tonight. God wants us to not overlook the obvious. Just slow down. Pay attention to all that's going on because God wants to show us things that he will do. And it's simple. It starts out simple. It's not always this grand thing. God is not going to always use you to walk up to somebody and just start prophesying to them. He's not going to always do that. As a matter of fact, he don't do that a whole lot. But he will start working in little, little ways. Little, little ways. You know, the bank that approved us uh, for the purchasing of our property, that, that, that we should not overlook the obvious. Because when I started thinking about it, I started realizing the connection with us and this bank. I'm like, Lord, you was always setting this thing up from the very beginning, and we wouldn't know. I'm telling you, my wife started an account with this bank years ago for our grandkids and our kids. And, and I just thought it was just the funniest thing. I talked about her, <laughs> her little, little silly bank. It was on a corner, around the corner from my street across from the gap. It was just on this. It was like, man, the, the bank probably was smaller than this room. And I talked bad about them. But my wife had went and started an account there. And then she had formed some kind of little relationship with the girl that's helping us the most right now. Just, but, we, but I wasn't paying that no attention. All I'm saying is, come on, uh, uh, Wells Fargo. Come on, TD Bank. We've got a lot of money in TD Bank. Come on, y'all supposed to be helping us. All this stuff. And we're looking at all these places trying to get help. Oh, come on this, come on that. And this little customer's bank mail came, and it had Lila, Jordan, Peyton. Who else was on there? Riley and Aiden. I saw every time I see them. What is this? I just, I just put it to the side. Nicole, your mail came. My point is, we overlook that place. 
We overlooked that place. We didn't think that place was anything. And we're looking at these big places that they surely should take care of us. And God is wanting me to communicate to all of us, including myself here tonight. Slow down. Don't overlook the obvious. Pay attention. Let God show us. And when it looked little, now let's flip this thing around and say, no, I need to look for the little things now. Because God wants us to know if we don't catch anything tonight, God wants us to look at them. We don't need to go after this great family down the street. I'm not telling you we don't do it. We reach everybody. But we can't overlook the homeless. We can't overlook the poor. We can't overlook the needy. We can't overlook those that are sick and in need. We can't overlook it. Brother Scarlett, last Sunday I went to Sister Cummins' house. Uh, you were supposed to come with me. She told me. I said, oh, I, I, I don't remember you telling me that. But Brother Scarlett had a truckload he had to take home. But anyway, I'm here. And I went to her house to pray for her mother. Her mother is struggling, you know, with sickness. And, and so I'm there, but her father's there. And then a neighbor is there. And then this other guy that I know, he came over. And he's older, too. And before you know it, I had me about four people in there that's elderly. And when I began to pray for the mom before I left, I laid hands on her ear because she, she's not hearing well. And I began to pray, and I just felt the Holy Ghost came in the room. And the Holy Ghost came in the room and just started moving. I started praying for her. Then I went over to her husband, and I went to the neighbor, and I went to the other man. I'm praying, and the Holy Ghost just started moving in the house. I said, Brother Scarlett, I found another nursing home, but it's in the house. Because nobody can be overlooked, not when God is in it. It no matter what kind of situation, if they all, if they, if, if, if they can't do anything, don't overlook anything or anyone. Let God lead you. Because he will turn little things into big things. I told Sister Cummings, we'll come back again another Sunday. We'll sing a chorus, we'll pray, and we'll pray for them again. I said, that's just the way it is. Don't overlook anything. Father, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you. I praise your name, Lord. You are so good. I thank you for being so kind to us, Lord, for speaking to our hearts and giving us direction, Lord God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for including us in your great big plan, in what you're doing in the earth, Lord God. Help us to be focused and attentive and to not overlook, Lord God, the, 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 the small things, Lord God, to not overlook the obvious, Lord God, but to be so in tune with you that everything that we see. Everything oh God that we encounter we will know whether or not we're supposed to approach and do the work of God. Lord I pray your anointing upon this church individually and collectively I pray boldness that the people of this congregation will begin to worship like never before will begin to praise you like never before that every time they come into the house of God Lord they will come with a hunger they will come with a thirst they will come with a passion. They will come seeking whatever you have in store for them, Lord God. And they will, Lord God, cry out to you and call on your name to say, Jesus, have your way in me. I pray, Lord God, that we will not make a 
ourselves of no reputation. That we will, Lord God, humble ourselves before you and not be concerned about what others may think when we seek after the Lord, when we call on your name. But we will go forward, Lord, and just love you and seek you and give ourselves to you and serve you and not overlook the obvious, Lord God, but give all ourselves to you that your will may be done. Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. We love you, Jesus. We want your will to be done, and we want your kingdom to come. Use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. Bind us together, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord God, to stand tall in these times, Lord God, to not, Lord Jesus, compromise who we are, that righteousness will reign, holiness will stand firm in our life, Almighty God, and we will walk the walk, talk the talk, and live the life of Christ like never before. Lord, we love you. We love you. We thank you and praise you. Oh, God, there is none like you. Oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Come on, let's bless the name of the Lord tonight. Let's clap our hands for the Lord Jesus and thank him. He's here, church. Give and let the Lord continue what he's doing in Jesus' name. Have a wonderfully blessed rest of your night.